Well, that was a uh, bit of a trailer and some of the previews and coming attractions that play on the screen in the um, anthology film Tunnel Vision, a satirical 1976 comedy. Yeah, and continuing our uh, sort of our, our, our podcast series on the road to Saturday Night Live, um, that once again was, uh, as Scott mentioned, Tunnel Vision, and you've tuned into another episode of Comedy History 101, where we school you in comedy. I, of course, and Harmon Leon. With me, of course, Scott Kalonico. How are you, Scott? I am coming to you from the future, 1985, Harmon. <laughs> yeah, so just like Tunnel Vision. So again, we got, like where we 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 dropped off last episode was um, we 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 covered the movie Groove Tube, which was a series of uh, a satirical take of television and television commercials. This movie, very much in the same genre, <laughs> and, and and what you can see from Tunnel Vision is not only very influential. On Saturday Night Live, but Tunnel Vision also uh, very influential on SCTV, and I would say it's almost in, in style and structure closer to SCTV. Yeah, I would actually, I would, I would actually say it's the other way around. I would say SCTV influenced Tunnel Vision. Yeah, I mean, I think there, there's a, it's really odd. Like, so the the film came out in '76, which means it was starting to film around '75, probably. And and by that time, '75 um, is when um, uh, Saturday Night Live premiered. You know, mm-hmm. so I think it was it was almost. I think it's to my theory on this. At least we couldn't find we could, we couldn't find any more about it. Is that this film was being put together, and they they they're like, we need to find like the hot new comedy up and coming stars to be in it, and that's how you get. I mean, it's crazy. You get like you get Chevy Chase. Nothing is more embarrassing than a nervous breakdown, especially if it's you. Hi, I'm Chevy Chase. So you get your. Um, uh, Al Franken, Tom Davis, but then you get the guys from the Firesign Theater, Phil Proctor. Mm-hmm. Um, you get Lorraine Newman there from Saturday Night Live, and then SCTV people like Joe Flaherty and John Candy, which is odd. Well, not really that odd because a lot of these people were coming from uh, Second City. So, right. those, I mean, so those are big, like you know, Second City, Chicago, Second, and Betty Thomas also, who. Yeah, she came right, from Second exactly. City. She's, she's nude. I, she's nude. Yeah, and and Lorraine Newman. Uh, yeah. I, I think she came from the Groundlings, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, you know, again, I think, you know, as far as your creme de la creme of comedy, you know, those were like the main comedy theaters where you would, you know, get the talent. And, and crazy to see a young Joe Flaherty in there. 
Well, how do you feel in those get-ups? Oh, absolutely awful. I never felt more embarrassed in all my life. Hey, that's <laughs> terrific. You ready to play the game? Yeah. Take your position right now. Yeah, that was weird. And then a young um, Al uh, Al Franklin. Al Franklin without a shirt and, and ripped washboard <laughs> <Yeah>. abs. <laughs> you yeah, get that. that but I, but uh, you know, just I a little, mean, little Al Franklin trivia. He in in high school he was a wrestler. I just can't seem to get the first base. I've tried mouthwash and deodorant, but nothing seems to work. Well, don't worry about your breath and your armpits, Al. It's your personality that stinks. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I think I knew that. Well, I, I also I think. I, I I would be willing to bet that they got this movie made because of the success of the Groove Tube, Groove Tube, and they were able to go, hey, let's do something like that, but with a little bit more money and with bigger stars. Yeah, because um, you also have Howard Hessman, who um, yeah. at the time was on WKRP in Cincinnati, uh, but he started sketch comedy. I forgot the name of his sketch comedy group. I think was that was the committee. The, was it the committee? Yeah, I think that was the one. Yeah, yeah, so that was one. And then Phil Proctor, you know, again, fire sign theater people, you know, right. which was, you know, first they were Proctor and Bergman, and then they became yeah. uh, the fire sign theater. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think Canadians, maybe not. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've never been a big fan of theirs. But um, I think the biggest star in there here, I'm trying to find it, it was the guy who played. Um, Henry uh, or Frank Burns in Mash. Yeah, he was the biggest star. Yeah, yeah, uh, what, was, what was his name? I, I'm just trying to look here. Is it Roger Bowen? Yeah, Roger Bowen. It? He played uh, yeah Frank Burns in, in in the screen version of Mash. And yeah, <laughs> uh, so he was in a, He was playing uh, Henry Kissinger. But but here's the interesting thing. Oh wow! So I didn't know about this about him. Yeah, but, but Bowen. He was he was in the Compass Players. Which involved evolved into Second City, but then the Compass Players are the guys that had um, that was Nichols and May, right? Weren't they? They were in part of them, I think. Oh, really? So that that came out of Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's probably you know his connection to that, um, you know. But yeah, that was yeah, it was, that was Mike Nichols, Shelly Berman, Del Close. All those people were in uh, Compass Players. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, but you know, at the time of of this came out, and you know. Uh, he was the biggest actor in the movie where, right, you know, modern day, we have to look up who he was. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it had an yeah. interesting sort of structure. So the structure of the movie was um, it was like a Senate committee meeting of uh, kind of about the new network tunnel vision. Nowhere have you acknowledged the facts which point to how your free television, as you call it, have corrupted this country's youth, disrupted social order, and left the other four networks with practically no viewers at all. And and right, they're yeah. just trying to determine if it was like the network was too offensive. So for the committee, they had to air, you know, shows on the network. Yeah, I mean, I, th- th- that kind of kept me interested more than than just kind of a, a anthology type thing. It was kind of it, it was interesting, and they were smart enough to make the cutaways um, when they had to go back to the committee. They'd make those really short. It was like literally like a sentence or two. Yeah, it just had a much better pacing than uh, Groove Tube mm-hmm. to it. And yeah, um, and again at the time, so uh, Saturday Night Live came out in '75. They probably filmed this in '75. And, you know, suddenly Chevy Chase became the big, uh, you know, breakout star. So, like, I think when it got re-released on VHS, the, the, 
said that Chevy Chase was the star of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's yeah. so not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's he's not. You know the one the the one thing I guess if we want to talk about uh, some of the sketches that are in there. Or yeah, sure. How do you want to jump right in? Okay. Okay. Well, um, the one I'll, I'll just read a couple of them here. Like we heard there, it was the uh, the pregnant man was a film trailer about a guy who was on the run. Yeah, but it was like a parody um, of the from, Bionic Man, <laughs> the pregnant man. Yeah. Yeah. Followed by Knocked Up and On the Run, The Pregnant Man. And then they had like a uh, Ramon, Ramon and Sonia, which was like a sitcom. Oh, oh just, just in general, just in general, uh, the whole movie, not very PC in 2018 <laughs> terms. Oh, but anyways, before we go into it, uh, the movie was directed by Neil Israel, uh, who... Mm-hmm. Uh, he went on to do Police Academy. Not only Police Academy, but uh, direct Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Yeah, did a lot of... Um, I would... I, to be kind, I, I, stuff I didn't find... Uh, never found that funny. Oh, you never, you never found on. The Wonder Years funny? Yeah, I was going to say, he went on to do a lot of, like, like Mary Kay and Ashley TV shows. He did, like, a lot of, like, weird teen comedy shows. Um, if you look at his filmography, you could see yeah. a arc of when it started to go shitty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he did The Wonder Years in 81, and then he's doing a few... Oh, the Brady... Bu- you're, you're telling me the Brady Bunch in the White House is shitty? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. You're telling me Love Boat, the next generation, is shitty? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he did, he did, um, oh, National Lampoon's Thanksgiving Family Reunion. What was that? Yeah. Uh, a dog with a blog? <laughs> How about that one, dude? <laughs> oh, it's a Judge Reinhold movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Actually, I was making a joke about the Mary. I must have just remembered it, but yeah, he did um, the adventures of uh, Mary Kate and Ashley, the case of the mystery cruise. <laughs> yeah, but I think you know what they're parroting. You know, again, not very PC in 2018 terms, but again, what they're parroting is you know kind of the crappy television that was put out there in the day, like <laughs> Ramon and Sonia. Um, then catch the scintillating wit and warmth of Ramon and Sonia. <laughs> it's rib tickling humor at its best. Kind, you know, I think it was like in the seventies where there was like the hot ticket was like after Norman Lear kind of broke through. Um, the hot ticket was to have like ethnic families, but you know they're not portrayed in the same way as two thousand eighteen. They're almost portrayed no. as in on these. The you know seventy TV shows as stereotypes, and so what right. they're <laughs> parroting in, in 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 Ramon and Sonia was this uh, gypsy couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then this one's got as we talked as we talked about in the um, uh, Groove Tube uh, episode. It's just like you know when you make your 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 comedy about like you know, on, on pop culture and in particular commercials and like in this in tunnel vision there's a running gag where they make a joke about a commercial it's basically about fred i kind of remember the commercial a little bit it was about substituting 
French food or something, but that becomes part of the movie, this crazed French chef. We're blindfolding Pierre Scouchet, winner of the finest cooking awards of France, home of the highest culinary culture of all time, to see if he can taste the difference between margarine and Mrs. Pittman's dinner bars. So much like margarine, you'll hardly notice you're eating retextured herring substitutes. Mrs. Pittman's dinner bars. There is no difference! There is no difference. Yeah, I thought that sort of thing was sort of a, a nod to Monty Python, where Monty Python would have a character running through all the different... They'd be different sketches, but you would have one the same character run through several sketches. Yeah, I mean, I would like we said, we, like, like this is a little bit more layered than the groove tube. I'll, I'll give you that. But are, but are you saying though we needed a groove tube to have a tunnel vision? I think maybe this, that is <laughs> so. That so, is, so groove tube was the comedy martyr that that, yeah, that enabled the a, road to and the doors to open for tunnel vision. Yeah, and then we needed a and then we needed a tunnel vision for Kentucky Fried Movie. Exactly, exactly. So another funny premise is um, the movie, which was filmed in 1976, is set in, in the distant future of 1985. Yeah, yeah that was, was kind of interesting, yeah. And, and a note that I have for both GrooveTube and Tunnel Vision uh, was uh, great fonts. The actual, the... Uh, <laughs> The the little thing where the uh, the the station ID where the woman opens her mouth and the eyeball comes out is actually pretty pretty catching eye to to you know it is pretty eye popping it it does it makes you look at the screen every time it happens yeah again it's like simple yeah. I think it's like also around that same era as like also near distant future movies like uh, uh, Rollerball oh man Rollerball yeah yeah the original in Houston yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan. Yeah, James Caan. Yeah, yeah, great movie. But I think it's like, you know, I, maybe this was slightly, you know, kind of a dystopian future. Yeah, where kinda, yeah. Where, where TV is put on trial. Uh, much like uh, the movie Americathon, which uh, I know Neil Israel had something to do with. I believe he was a co-writer or director of that one. And that was where the set, it was set in the year of 1998. <laughs> film yeah. it came out in 1978. Yeah, have you, have you seen that one? Um, I haven't, um, but I did look it up <laughs> on it. Who who stars in that one? Uh, John Ritter's in it. He, he stars as the president. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that one's got some interesting. Here's what's going to happen in 20 years from now, and like a lot of the stuff that's in Air- Americathon, like kind of, that stuff, kind of came true. Like where they predicted that Nike would be this huge corporation. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, predicted that uh, China would start to become less communist. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But, you know, again, I think, you know, a lot of this humor comes from just, and it's same with like Saturday Night Live is that, that gener- that post uh, uh, Watergate generation where you're just so skeptical of, uh, you know, government and all that. And, and and also was it, was it the opening of of GrooveTube or this movie showed like the the row of presidents and the president was um, like they show President George Wallace. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was this one, was it? Or was it GrooveTube? I don't even remember. It might have been a GrooveTube. GrooveTube did have kind of a 
interesting bit where they kind of took uh, Watergate committee hearings and put them to music, which is actually kind of cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, don't you remember that part? I think maybe that might have been the part I've tuned out. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, was it the actual hearings? You uh, Yeah, it was actual hearings, but they put it oh, to Oh, that sounds like uh, something jazz. a filmmaker named Scott Colonico might have done. Uh, well, it was like it was like a lot more like uh, Emil D'Antonio, something along those lines. Yeah, from okay. Seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so very, very anti-authority, you know, especially with like the committee hearings, you know, kind of theme to this whole movie. And here's an interesting trivia fact: originally, Michael McKean, you know, most recently uh, seen in Better Call Saul, uh, earlier seen Laverne and Shirley, uh, had a role in the film. He portrayed. He was to portray a Dick Clark type host who wore blackface, but oh my God. the sketch was cut. Oh, <laughs> Again, yeah, right. I mean, if you if you want to tune into and watch uh, Tunnel Vision, just keep in mind not very politically correct. Morning lesson: Spanish for Americans 103, a university extension course for credit with Dr. Emmanuel Labor. Buenos días, señores y señoritas. Esta mañana de cómo es el automóvil. The automobile. El automóvil. Bueno. Y si nos tardes de macos, Chevy. Chevrolet. Chevy. Chevrolet. No, no, it's, it's you gotta remember it is, it is from back in the day. Yeah, and again, another similarity. Again, it's always like commercials for the evil corporations. Uh, this one had a commercial for a company called Axon, which caused an environmental disaster. Ironically, in real life, 13 years later, Exxon had the exact same environmental disaster. Yeah, yeah. So kind of a, you know, uh, uh, what, what's it say when you're, 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 you can you prophesize the future? What? Prophesizing? No, For, I don't know. Foreshadowing? Yeah, foreshadowing. Foreboding? Um, yeah, something yeah. along that line. So, uh, um, yeah. Also another uh, movie debut of announcer Dick Tufield, who was the voice of the robot on the TV series Lost in Space. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, um, the movie kind of, uh, it ends with, uh, any, any other thoughts on... Uh, on, on Tunnel Vision before we hit the home stretch on it? So there wasn't really no, much to, to, say, to read about it, uh, you know. No, I mean, it's, cause it, you know, a lot of it, like we were saying, a lot of it, a lot of the skits are thankfully really quick and the pacing is a lot faster than uh, Groove 2 where you don't have a 20-minute long sketch about unfunny drug dealers. Wait, um, with Richard I, Belzer? <laughs> yeah, but I would have liked to have seen more of uh, in one of the... Um, they would just kind of show in Tunnel Vision some of these brief clips of upcoming TV shows on the Tunnel Vision network. And I would have liked to have seen more of Get Head. What was <laughs> the, that? Oh, yeah. That, that, that was John the, Candy was the head? Yeah, it was one with John Candy. And it was, he's a cop. And then his partner is just a disembodied head <laughs> that he carries around in a cardboard box. <laughs> they said he had one of the best minds around. That he had a great head on his shoulders. His future looked bright until one day during the war, a mine exploded. Thanks to modern medicine, the doctor saved Bill's only remaining body part, his head. Since coming home, Bill's put his head to good use. 
Together with his trusted assistant, Cooper, Bill has become an undercover investigator, the best crime-fighting team in the world. That is why, if there is trouble, people get head. And I would like to see it. Like, the whole thing in there is like literally like a minute. Yeah, that's all you see of John Candy in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I did get a, a big kick out of seeing young Joe Flaherty. Uh, it, it was a mm-hmm. game show where <laughs> they, they had to, like, fart in 15 seconds. Okay, <laughs> now you have 15 seconds to cut one before your opponent does. To help, we're going to give each of you a cup of Imperial coffee. Good to the last drop. All right, now you have 15. 15 seconds, and audience, no coaching, be very, very quiet, because our ITC lie detector will pick up any sounds which do not emanate directly from the anus. All right, now, 15 seconds from now, on your mark, get set. This is for $10,000. Go! Yeah. <laughs> to win. <laughs> but Jim Flurry looks, like, so young in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's crazy, yep. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, the, the the candid camera show, um, secret camera, <laughs> presented yeah, by so the CIA. So, that was pretty funny. Yeah, so that was that was pretty good. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is I think this is a little sharper than the Groove Tube actually. But then I think these people had making Tunnel Vision. They had the the Groove Tube to look back at and go, okay, we can do that one step more. Yeah, I mean, again, it's also at the same time like Saturday Night Live is emerging, and you have you know Second City. And to play off of and, and also around was like the National Lampoon Radio Hour, which I believe Joe Flaherty was. Yeah, Joe Flaherty was part of the National Lampoon Radio Hour. And, okay. and you know, um, the first episode of SCTV, that was in 1976. So, you know, they were, were probably in production in 1975. So yeah. I think there was just like more of a, you know, more of a scene where people were had could develop their, you know, comedy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, the closing credits of the film had the following disclaimer. This film is intended as a comic parody of commercial television programming. The persons and scenes shown are presented only in the spirit, not a serious reflection of reality. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 we could always <laughs> cut that out if that added nothing yeah, right. to well, it. it. Just, I mean, it was just, yeah, it was all right. I agree. Oh, okay. Um, so, anyways, uh, tell us how the movie ends. That was kind of interesting, kind of a, a RFK um, <laughs> sort of uh, 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 ending to the movie. Yeah, well, it is kind of like a, a, a tie all, a tie in back to the running gag of the angry French chef slash uh, sniper lone gunman type thing. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was. Uh, um, as we mentioned before, kind of a, a tight wraparound and uh, multi-layered. You know, had a number of things going, different plot layers going on as opposed to um, your uh, groove tube. Yeah, so the guy gets assassinated. And it kind of like yeah, the, the, the shot, the camera shot is reflective of RFK being assassinated. And they even make, you know, there was even a show mentioned on Tunnel Vision, like the Sirhan Sirhan show, I think. Mr. Broder, how do you feel now that the Senate committee has voted in favor of tunnel vision? Relieved, vindicated, uh, terrific. Mr. Broder, sir, what what are your plans for the future of tunnel vision? Well, I hope we can continue to make uh, television that people will watch. Oh, Mr. Broder, well, how do you you choose these shows? Well, uh, if I'm watching it, my ass begins squirming, I know I've got a winner. (laughs) No, no, actually, there's a whole committee of people... 
So, and it, and it just sort of ends with a freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so it was a, 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 you know, a nice little 70s skeptical throwback there. Yeah, again, you know, this is the was the generation coming out of the 60s, kind of post-60s. You know, Watergate was just a few years before, so it's just kind of very skeptical of, a, you know, authority. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And with that, any other takeaways on uh, Tunnel Vision and its place in history uh, and how it influenced Saturday Night Live? Um, no, I enjoy. Let's, let, me, let me put this together. Let me wrap my head around this. No, I enjoyed it. You can definitely see the comic road from leading from Tunnel Vision to Saturday Night Live. Well, you know, with the crossover of all all the people. And I think the, the the quick pacing is kind of what's led to um, Saturday Night Live, and um, it definitely is. There's some kind of linkage to SCTV as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely a much funnier movie. Uh, Definitely get some laughs out of watching it. Uh, not everything is completely dated like GrooveTube, and you know it's yeah. kind of interesting to see, you know, how the comedy, you know, in this movie evolved into Saturday Night Live. Yep, and with, I, I fully agree. And with that, it's time to plug away. Scott, do you have anything you like to plug? Harm is my co-host on our other podcast. This is the president, where we address address some of the political issues of the day and play some humorous tapes from presidents, both current and in the past. Uh, and recently, we have uncovered a uh, treasure trove of some Reagan tapes. So we'll be delving into those uh, in the in the next few episodes. So if you're a fan of President Reagan, be sure to stop on by. Yes, and for me, on November 17th at the People's Improv Theater in New York City, I'll be part of SoloCom, a festival of solo shows, where I'll be doing my new show, Harmon Leon's American Horror Story. So it's at 5 p.m., part of SoloCom, so pop on down. And be sure to check us out on, on iTunes, subscribe, comment, and you can see all our podcasts on our website, wordsoverchair.com. And until next time, uh, oh, in our next episode, we will continue the lineage to Saturday Night Live, what, what brought Saturday Night Live onto the air, uh, the type of humor that spawned from it. Spawned it. Uh, we'll, we'll be covering the history of Kentucky Fried Movie, which was directed by John Lannis and written by the Zucker Brothers. Yeah, of airplane fame. Exactly. And police, police Naked Gun. Naked Gun, yes, Who of course. co-starred my buddy. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured the audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101.